Welcome to Let Him In. This broadcast is inspired by all those incredible people whose work is their ministry. Some people think work is all about financial security, that the only reason we work is for the money, when actually work brings purpose to our lives. It allows us to showcase the talents and abilities that God's gifted us with. Work is not a curse, it is a blessing. God equips us and then calls us to use the giftedness He's blessed us with. His plan for us is this, enjoy your work so much that most of the time it doesn't even seem like work. And that's why I've invited Mary Hibbs, my good friend and the Challenge Adventure Program Director at Camp Thurman in Arlington to be with us today. Mary, tell us about you. Hmm. Well, it is really so sweet to be able to stop um, long enough just to kind of talk about the things that I love the most. And truly, I found myself in a career that um, I knew in the back of my head when I was younger that this is an area I wanted to be in, but I didn't know how I was going to get there. So um, being raised mostly in Arizona in a large family, um, I also experienced summers where my folks would pack us up and send us to Colorado for a month at a time. Um, my kids have no comprehension of what that means now, but um, at that point, camp for a month was camp for a month, and you got there and you wrote a postcard to let them know you got there safely, but they didn't get it for three or four days. That won't happen today. But anyway, those years absolutely um, helped me find who I was away from all the pressures of family and the people that I knew that I started to grow and I knew that was going to be a part of my life. Mm -hmm. um, but got married, still living in Texas and um, raising my kids here. I found myself in a career path through a school district and teaching um, special needs kids, which I loved, but camp was always in the background. So um, fast forward, uh, part of the work that I did in the district allowed us to explore maybe having a ropes course and teaching the whole child. Wow, that was pretty significant. Mm -hmm. And um, at that time, my boss had no idea what a ropes course was. And mm -hmm. I said, oh, follow me. Mm -hmm. So we drove out of town, took a tour of a camp. Um, and one thing led to another and we had a ropes course built in the back of one of the high schools. Well, then we didn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, my kids have been going to this camp down the road. I bet somebody there might be able to help us in figuring out what to do with this mm -hmm. course. Mm -hmm. So I called Camp Thurman and uh, talked to a woman who worked there and she actually had started a program, a team building program. And she just took me under her wing and taught me everything she knew. And we trained up teachers and staff to be facilitators on this ropes course. And um, little by little, we realized that public schools, there were just lots of parameters and mm -hmm. things that made it difficult. Um, at the same time, camp was growing and they had a need and they dangled that little carrot out in front and said, hey, I think we're ready to hire. Would you be interested? And at that point, I was torn. I was well embedded in the school district, loved what I was doing, um, but I knew that camp was super important. Right. And I was at church one Sunday and I'd been praying and tossing and turning over all of the what you're giving up to move in this new nonprofit mm -hmm. direction and young kids. <clears throat> and anyway, so one Sunday morning, the children's pastor at that point just walked right behind me. I had no idea what was going on in my life. And he put his hand on my shoulder and simply said, 
the Lord wants you to have the desires of your heart. Oh my. And then he walked away. <laughs> I kind of looked at him, I was like, what, what? And then I knew, I said, that's the word I was waiting for. Hmm. So the next day, I finally answered those ignored phone calls from mm -hmm. camp and said, I think I'm ready. So I took my little high heels over there and I said, I'm hanging them up and I'm putting on a pair of hiking boots. And so I've been at Camp Thurman for 14 years. Wow. And in that time, I have served in lots of different capacities, mm -hmm. which has been so sweet. And yes, you talk about finding a place where work doesn't feel like work. Mm -hmm. um, there are days sure. I'm absolutely physically exhausted, but my heart is full. Mm -hmm. So uh, now my role is um, challenge adventure program director. We have 12 weeks of summer camp at camp, but when we're in the, we don't like to call it the off season, yeah. but the year round program, we offer team building to corporate groups and school groups and church groups and mm. every day is different. Mm. And we get to put on that hospitality and that love and wrap it all up in a day program where you're making people more aware of who they are and the people that they spend time with. and learning new discoveries on themselves and find the importance of how different everybody is and how those pieces all come together just in the midst of play. Mm -hmm. They have no idea they're learning anything until you stop blowing up and go, so what did you see happen? Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, that is important. Mm -hmm. And so um, at the end of every day, one of my favorite parts of every program is that we do what's called a sounding or a gift of observation and we practice affirming one another maybe under a different name or a term but what they're doing is practicing finding the good in each other mm -hmm. and hearing it and receiving it from other people and that's hard it is hard so, now you do that with the camp leadership the kids who are working there or who who, gosh, who benefits from that great question because we do we practice those um, those skills, not only with our staff and the campers, but specifically in the Challenge Adventure Program, mm -hmm. which is not specifically a Christian-based, although we're on Christian campgrounds, mm -hmm. they know, but many times we'll have groups come and say, I want to make sure that there's no scripture showing and the word of Jesus is not mentioned. Mm -hmm. So well, I can't promise you that mm -hmm. we can't cover up all that scripture, but we will be prepared to love on your kids or your group will mm -hmm. and we'll take care of you and so regardless if we get to um, recite scripture or help them in memorizing something that is important and maybe integral to their school or corporate mm -hmm. group mm -hmm. um, they walk away knowing they have been accepted connected and valued mm -hmm. and if we can do those three things in a day um, we've done a good job mm, that's good my own children, mm -hmm. Tommy and Chelsea, went to Camp Thurman. Oh my goodness, that was just a staple in our summers. <laughs> and I remember one time as uh, an eight or nine-year-old, Tommy came home. And you know, they're covered in mud. Yeah, And we be. had to pay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mission a good day unless you have to hose them off at the end of the day. <laughs> we always had beach towels in the back of the minivan. And the kids would get in. Um, and I'd probably be picking up two or three friends too. And I would ask them on the way home what they did or what they learned or what was great about the camp that day. Because they would always say it was awesome and great. In the middle of July, 
in Texas. <laughs> and I remember one time Tommy said, you know, mom, it's really cool for guys, for teenagers. And he was with a guy to worship. Yes. And I said, what do you mean? And then he couldn't articulate that. But the next Sunday, when we were in church together, mm -hmm. I saw him as a nine-year-old actively worshiping. And I knew that that was something he had seen another young man do. Right, right. Um, tell, tell, me about, tell me about the kids that you work with and how Jesus is just a part of that ministry and, and, and how you go about accomplishing that. Because you don't have to do that. But t tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's funny that we're even speaking today about this because at, at work this morning, we were talking about training up our next group of staff for mm -hmm. the coming summer. And I think some of the things that Camp Thurman has done well, um, and for a day camp, that it's not a daycare setting because their ministry is happening. And so much of it has to do with the way the, the staff treats one another and how they treat their campers. And it's gotta start staff to staff. Mm -hmm. And so we talk about the importance of uh, being respectful of one another and acknowledging one another when you're within proximity. Practicing all these little skills that we take for granted, but we've got to break it down and help them find the significance mm -hmm. of, if you're six feet in front of someone who's walking by, you introduce yourself, you make eye contact, you at least acknowledge their presence. Mm -hmm. If it's a parent, if it's a camper, do not let somebody go by where you don't offer your name. We all struggle with remembering our names, sure. much less a camp name, Right. but offer, say, hey, and I go by Yippie at Camp Thurman and said, hey, I'm Yippie and you are, uh, or I am just so glad to see you mm. and welcome, how can I help you? Mm. Those tiny little pieces certainly add up. Um, we talk about the importance of finding the good in a situation. We were talking this morning about, you know, kids even just gathering to rush into a pool area and you have a little kid come in and butt in the middle of the line and push a kid over. And we want to say, no, 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 don't do that. Mm -hmm. Well, what if we slow down enough to recognize the little girl who's standing in front, who looks over her shoulder and recognizes that somebody needs room and she has moved up just ever so much to let that one in. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have to take care of the discipline piece, sure. but what about recognizing the good, mm -hmm. the kindness, mm -hmm. and naming it and, and thanking them? And I think if we can practice that staff to staff and we practice that with campers, we can significantly change our community. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think we try to train up our staff to be aware of those things and finding the good. We use what is called a praise sandwich. Mm -hmm. um, and we use this when um, a, a, two staff are working together midweek. And you know, you've got some of your training up the assistants and the younger staff. Well, they need to know where they need to approve. Right. And if they're having a really bad week, mm -hmm. you know, if you start off with what's really terrible about their behavior <laughs> and what they haven't done for you that mm -hmm. week, they're not going to listen to you. Right. Or they're going to feel so beaten down, they don't think they can make it through the end mm -hmm. of the week. Um, but we use what's called a praise sandwich, and it begins with, hey, Rinthia, 
I want to tell you, you have done such a phenomenal job just keeping water bottles filled and keeping the kids hydrated. That's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But here's what I think we can work on. Mm -hmm. And then you talk about the things that need some fine tuning. And then you wrap up your conversation with, and by the way, I just want you to know, I really enjoy my time with you. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait till tomorrow. That's great. We have found that that framework opens hearts up to be eager and willing to improve. Mm. If we just get beaten down by you're not doing this and hey, stop that behavior, mm -hmm. we're just going to build up a wall in, in bristle. It works with communication with parents because a lot of our counselors have to communicate with parents through the week and let them know that they're having troubles with their child, and right. whatever the situation might be. That parent will listen better mm -hmm. if you start with, hey, I want you to know that Rebecca has been so kind and she shares her beach towel, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. you give, by the way, we're having a little issue with her pushing and shoving. Yeah. And I'd love to know what works at home mm. so that I can come back and help and work along with you to give her a great week. That's excellent. And by the way, Rebecca's learning her memory verse and it's getting better every day. Mm. Good. It's a simple framework that works. Good even back home. I've oh, tried yeah. it on my kids. Yeah. <laughs> it works. <laughs> and they take that with them and they'll they'll do that with mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. With mm -hmm. each other. Yeah. Because typically your leadership, it's not they're not just there for one week or two weeks. You ask for a commitment for a long period of time. Right. Yeah. Right. You put a lot of training into these kids and it's really it's really nice to have them for several weeks or even through the whole summer. Right. That's good. Um, okay, tell us about a specific time when you absolutely knew that God worked in an extraordinary way within either the campers or the leadership, maybe the kids that are working at Camp Thurman. Wow. It's almost a daily. I should keep a journal. And mm -hmm. many times um, I'll jot down names of kids and campers in significant moments because we like to end our week with shout outs and so um gosh the first one that comes to mind is just a, a really it was a counselor that came in and she did not grow up at camp thurman so there was already kind of a what she felt was a disconnect because mm -hmm. you walk in into this environment and people have grown up there and now right. work there and they know the landscape and they know where things are and she was just lost and so by the end of her second day with this group of girls, <laughs> they were, um, they had a lot of energy, let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. And she was exhausted and, and things had happened, but I stood back and I watched another counselor who had been there and grown up there mm -hmm. come up and just encourage her. And at one point, just in the middle of the day, she made sure somebody else was watching her kids and she took that counselor to the side and said, can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times do we in a day say, you know what, I'll, I'll pray for you about mm -hmm. that. And then we go on with our day. Right. For me, I think one of the most significant pieces that I take away is that if I'm going to pray for you, I'm going to do it mm -hmm. and I'm going to do it right there. Mm -hmm. And for that counselor, that moment, she came from a church upbringing where church was a rote prayer on Sunday on your knees or mm -hmm. at the altar. And she didn't realize that you could just stop in the middle of the woods, in the middle of a crazy moment, and God would listen to you. Mm, wow. And so just 
coming alongside and watching those things happen and yeah. watching her then, that counselor by the end of the week, stopped with one of her campers yeah. and prayed for her mm. in the middle of a courtyard full of craziness. Mm -hmm. And she just saw the need and said, I'm not going to miss that moment. I'm going to pray right now. Mm. That's a great lesson. It All is. Remember. It is. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking the other day, I'm, I, we have a number, we have six grandchildren and I was thinking about them formulating their speech mm -hmm. and about how interesting it is when a two-year-old or a three-year-old comes out with a four-syllable word you know and I and I began to realize we learn through listening and watching other people and when she was prayed over in that way it's like she received that and she felt the naturalness if that's even a word and she claimed it and then she uses it as her own. Mm -hmm. That is just a natural part of life. And I often wonder if we set more positive examples like the praise sandwich mm -hmm. and the six foot rule and praying for people right then, how much better, how much more impactful we would be in our personal ministries and our life ministries than, than, um, than sometimes I am. You know, I want to be very badly. And it's watching other people do those things, listening to how they react to people, and then taking that because we see how effective it is and using it as our own. Mm. And I'm telling you, the more we practice in a safe environment, wherever that might be, it gives you the boldness to do it in other places. And, and I've challenged myself and I've found myself stopping and praying for somebody that I'm knew nothing about in the middle of a department store. Mm. And I walked away wondering, I wonder what she thought <laughs> at that moment. And then I thought, it's really not mine. No. But I appreciate the practice of those simple tasks yeah. and those simple um, frameworks to find the boldness to do it in mm -hmm. harder places. Yeah, boldness is a very good word for that. Yeah, just to have mm -hmm. the courage to do what we know, mm -hmm. what we've experienced, and to be able to share that with somebody else. That's good, that's good. Um, so we're talking about letting Jesus into our work and into our ministries. So what, what else do you want people to know about your ministry at, at, at camp? I would say that the ministry is, um, it's twofold. Mm -hmm. I think that we're, our mission is to, um, much like in our church atmosphere, it's to pursue um, others for their purpose in Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, what we don't realize is that we are growing ourselves mm -hmm. and um, in the hard work in being set apart from the world but in the world what a challenge that is and when we encounter um, a community that understands that we're a Christian organization we find that that there's uh, there's so much more depth than uh, what they come in with that needs to be tapped into. Mm -hmm. um, so we're finding that creating an atmosphere where Christianity is in the everyday, mm -hmm. that it is in 
just showing kindness, if it's just in stepping aside to make room for someone else. Um, it has to be the way that we inhale and exhale. Mm -hmm. It is not just that repetition that we know, possibly a lot of them go into church, mm -hmm. many that don't, but what they need to see is that Christ is alive in us in mm -hmm. just a daily manner. Yeah, like it's not just a Sunday thing. Mm -hmm. And what I see those kids who are working there, I see them living out what they've learned through Sunday, mm -hmm. and they're taking that as a lifestyle. And they are wanting the whole rest of the world to realize, and I love this about 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds, is they are ruining a generation for mediocrity. They are telling all of us, this is not a compartmentalized issue. Christianity is not just reserved for Sunday. This is something that we're encouraged with on Sunday. And man, you use it on Monday, you use it on Tuesday, the whole rest of the week, and then on Saturday night, that's how we create our values and our ethics. This is how we know what our boundaries are. And then you come back again Sunday and you're encouraged and you're rejuvenated. And then you say, yes, this is something else I'm going to add to the week. Um, I, I just so appreciate those kids and, and I love your ministry and your example, you know, because they walk into there having been in a job where usually they're fast food, some type of, a, um, you know, an entry level position, of course, because of their age. And you are graduating them into a world where they literally take their faith and they use it when they go to college and when they go into the workplace and then on into their families. Do, do you see when they, when they leave there and they come back, do you hear that? Oh gosh, yes. And I think one of the things that we hear probably most often is that they were held to a higher standard mm -hmm. to be who they say they are, to love Jesus in the way that they say they do, and to live that out. Mm -hmm. And especially in this world of social media where you can be one way and you can present yourself in so many yes. other ways that people are watching and they care about how you care, carry yourself. Mm -hmm. And so when our staff come back and visit and so many of them now are coming back and bringing their kids with them and <laughs> they know the value of what we continue to bring, what God continues to bring through Camp Thurman. Um, and it's phenomenal after 52 years, things may look a little different, mm -hmm. but the way campers and families that are loved on and cared for and taken care of it has not changed. But the staff will come back and say, you gave me the tools to be a better employer, to have gotten that better job, to be a better parent. I mean, bottom line, you yeah. learn how to be a parent really quick. Yes, you do. Um, and so many of those skill sets that they said have set them apart. And if somebody sees Camp Thurman on their resume, they know. Mm. Um, it's it's without a doubt something that they take and it resonates and they bring it back and mm -hmm. they know that maybe not at the point I can't even tell you how many people we had to let go during the summer for one reason or the other mm -hmm. but then they come back and mm -hmm. then like the forgiveness of 
of our Heavenly Father, clean slate. If things have changed and you're in a better place, absolutely, we want to see you again. And we wow. have rehired many staff. Mm. Sometimes you gotta just scrape up your knees a little bit to be able to stand up a little stronger and work harder the next time. So we see that in that forgiveness and that those second chances um, mm. have have grown some very strong mm-hmm. young men and women. Yeah, d- d- to, to offer an opportunity to restore. Mm-hmm. Because so often, once we are let go from a position, that's a done deal. Right. The door has closed. It will never open again. And for them to know that there's hope to come back mm-hmm. and they feel this restoration into this awesome community. Wow, what a great life lesson. And it is. It, it, it's very much like, like Christ. Right. It's very Christ-like. Mm, wow. So, I mean, that makes you feel old, doesn't it? When they bring <laughs> their kids back. It, it is. No, you know what makes you feel old is when the little campers look up at you and go, so whose grandma are you? <laughs> no, no, honey. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I'll get Not you yet. Oh, that's great. But it certainly does keep um, the energy high and mm. hope for our community. I will say, too, that when I spend time with these young adults in our summer camp program, and then we hire many of them to work with us year-round. They don't have enough of camp, and we don't have enough of them. So mm-hmm. I love when they want to go up to that next level of facilitating. But there, there's so much encouragement that when you're watching the news and you, and you hear the stories that are going on right now, there are still a huge chunk of young men, mm-hmm. young adults, um, high school and college that are so hungry to know more, that are in scripture, who are meeting on a regular basis with small groups or church groups or, or Christian organizations. So there, there are many people doing great work mm-hmm. with young kids. And so just when I think there's just no way we're gonna get out of this social media technology world, mm-hmm until you meet this group of kids that come out. And it's humbling. It's mm-hmm. humbling to me. It gives me great hope. And um, my favorite thing to do most days is hold up a black bucket and say, put your phones in here. You can have them at the end of the day. <laughs> and their eyes are like, what? <laughs> and then you'll hear once or twice daily. Mm-hmm. It feels so good mm-hmm. to be away from that. Yes. And I think if we can continue finding a way to balance all mm-hmm. of that, um, but anyway, young kids are phenomenal and they're resilient mm-hmm. and they're strong and creative. Mm-hmm. And then if you add a dose of desire to know who Jesus is, mm-hmm. there's just no stopping. Mm. So it is nice to be in that environment. It really is. And it gives you a, a great deal of hope for the future. Um, I remember a story that Fred Rogers used to tell about um, calamities and disasters, where whether it was a natural or a man-made disaster. And I remember when our kids were very young, three and four, and sitting in front of the TV, and he would say, yes, bad things happen, but look for all the people who are there to do good. Look for the helpers, look for the helpers. And when you pull into Camp Thurman, and you see this party of teenagers jumping <laughs> up and down. It's a party at 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> yes, and the music is going, and they open that car door, and they call the kids by name, and they say, welcome, and we're so glad you're here, and oh my goodness, the energy, and then I, I 
always think these are the helpers. Mm -hmm. These are the helpers that are here today, but they're going to be leaving here and going into the world, going into the workplace, and all these positive experiences that they've had and all these great lessons, they're going to take those with them too. And that's that's a really cool thing. They are, for me, the epitome of a servant leader. Mm. They know to put others, and that's our goal, mm -hmm. that they would learn yeah. to put others before themselves. Mm -hmm. And they demonstrate that in a real way, in a tangible way for parents mm -hmm. and for kids. It's pretty remarkable. Mm. Hot, sweaty, dirty, exhausting, but it is so worth it mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Heart is full. Your tank is overflowing. Yeah. Yeah, we all need to do that. Putting other, what other people need in front of what we want. Mm. That's not what the world tells us. Yeah. I love that that's our mission. Me too, me too. Thank you. Mary, thanks so much um, for coming in today for Let Him In. And we'll have new stories and new conversations every week with people who've let Jesus into their life and into their work. Share these with your friends, your family, and the people you work with. Let Him In is a ministry-supported effort funded by people like you. Our goal is to provide educational resources to underserved children through tutoring, parenting classes, vocational resources, and to provide skill sets to people who can take their job and use it as their ministry. If you'd like to support the work and ministries of Let Him In through a recurring monthly gift or a one-time gift, please see our podcast page where you'll find a link for Excel Learning or you can go directly to excellearning.academy. Through your donation, a child will get the educational help they need. Thanks for listening. We'll have a new conversation next Thursday, but until then, find ways to let him in your life and your work. <music>